to hear what it's really like to be a voice actor. It's the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Uh, lucky enough to actually, Paul, you've been on my podcast before. This was back when JJ was hosting with me. And I appreciate you coming back. Paul Schmidt, welcome back. Well, it's fun to be back. Uh, I'm sorry you and JJ aren't to, together anymore. I feel like I'm, I'm giving somebody condolences <laughs> on their divorce. It's, uh, I'm sorry it didn't work out. No. Between the two, you know. No, uh, it's all good. He, he, <laughs> he'd, he'd kind of done his time with coaching and he wasn't up yep. for it anymore. Yep. So got to so, respect that. I wish him the best. I wish he and I had a chance to cross paths a little bit more, but it's always great to be on with you. And thanks so much for thinking of me again. Yeah, no, um, I appreciate you thinking of me because you... You have your like community set up on Circle, which you turned me on to, um, circle.so. Mm-hmm. And it's it's such a, like, I love the layout. I love the fact that, you see, I was on, fa- I have a Facebook community, just like so many people do. And I didn't like the fact that I couldn't, I wanted to have more mental health aspects. I wanted to be able to branch out into little sections, as well as be able to have a spot where I have my masterclass and I have, you know, the guru fundamentals, things like that. So that has really come into play. But I got the idea because of your group. So and you have some fantastic stuff in your group. You want to talk about that? Thanks. So our community is called VO Pro and you can get you can check it out at at VOPro.app. Um, and essentially, so uh, how this came to be was uh, most folks know I've I created a, a program called the VO Freedom Master Plan, mm-hmm. which teaches voice actors how to market their services. And there was always a community around that because my biggest problem in the beginning was, holy crap, if we get more than three or four people in this program, I'm going to spend all day, every day answering questions uh. because no matter how good a curriculum is, people are going to struggle with it, right? Right everybody's going to have a sticking point here and there. So we built this online community so that the people that learned the program and adapted it for their own businesses and used it daily, they could help the people that came behind them and so on and so on and so on. So we have Mm -hmm. support by community, uh, which is fantastic because, you know, you come to to the community with a, with a question, right? And you might have five people jump in and say, Hey, Linda, I had the same problem. Here's what I did. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not just this guy standing on a tree stump pontificating. Right. Mm -hmm. So so that solved a very uh, uh, important, vital function for us. And originally that community was on Facebook. It was a private Facebook community. And I always knew that Facebook was not the answer because of the distractions. Let's face it. Facebook is a toilet at times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I'd been looking for a long time for a better alternative. And that's what the Circle platform uh, provided, you know, both me as a as a community organizer Mm -hmm. to be able to do some more different things that you can't do in Facebook and the benefits that come along with all of that for uh, the community. Right. We're able to organize things in a much more functional way. Right. There's no other you know, distractions going on. You're not being bombarded with politics and religion and, you know, all the sticky things that we don't need to get into. Uh, So it's a a, a bit of a walled garden. And what we did was when we took... That's good. Yeah, when we (laughs) took that community off Facebook and put it on on, uh, Circle and made it VO Pro, uh, we then opened it up to people that weren't in the VO Freedom Master Plan. In other words, you can you can log on to VO Pro. Right. Uh, it's a different membership level. 
and you have access to most of the functionality of the community, right? You can participate in the discussions. You can uh, come. We have monthly AMAs. There are workout groups. There are all kinds of events. We have, uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. We have guest coaches and other courses from coaches like yourself, right? It's not just uh, my teachings and, and, and my products, uh, but we brought other coaches in too mm -hmm. um, to be able to give people a diversity of voices that, mm -hmm. you know, because no, I can't appeal to everybody. I what how, the way that I speak, the way that I teach is not going to make sense to everybody. Sure. Co coaching is 80% fit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So people that may listen to my stuff and go, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about, <laughs> may respond to somebody else, right? Yeah. Um, and that's true for performance coaches too, which, yeah. which I don't do. So we were able to offer a lot of things in the context of this community that we weren't able to offer in the, uh, the old private Facebook group. Now, we still have a public free Facebook group called mm -hmm. VO Freedom. Mm -hmm. And we try and answer questions there, you know, in a general sense. And, and we're building a good sense of community there as well. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, I'm thinking with the Facebook group that we have now, it is private as well. But I'm thinking of switching it and making it public since now the circle community um, exists. Right. But uh, so what type of what types of spaces do you offer in the community that you have? So first of all, what we do, we try to, there are a number of different things that we hold as core values, right? You talked about mental health before, uh, and that's one of our core values in the community. And to sort of ritualize a practice around that, we have, we have three main rituals in, in our community. One is called Monday Goals, where we set down our intentions for the week. And we try and keep that really focused on the actual behaviors that we're going to execute mm -hmm. during the week that will move the needle, right? Mm -hmm. It's not always the sexy stuff. Sometimes it can be super mundane and small. I'm going to send out 10 marketing emails today, right? Right. I'm going to talk to a new coach today, whatever it might be. Uh, so we get intentional about setting those goals at the beginning of the week, not only so that we make a promise to ourselves, but so that we are accountable to the group as well. Right. Yeah. And that builds the confidence of executing what you say you're going to execute on. Mm -hmm. Right. And look, sometimes, you know, you set down the goals Monday, 9 a.m. By 945, the week is going completely sideways. Right. right? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the week just goes to shit and Life you've happens. got challenges that you didn't uh, count on. So we have it used to be called Wednesday challenges. We now call it midweek challenges. Right. Because mm -hmm. they don't always happen on Wednesday. So. There's stuff that we all struggle with throughout the course of a given week. If you need help, if the group can help you at all, put those down in Wednesday challenges. And that's when we jump in and go, hey, you know, I had that same problem. Boom. Uh, here's what I tried. Try that. Mm -hmm. And then on Fridays, we kind of sew it all up with Friday wins. And the idea behind Friday wins is, look, you know, you've been doing this for a long time and you don't have to have been doing this for a long time to know that we deal with a shit ton of rejection. I like to call it, yep. as Emma O'Neill does, lack of selection, right? <laughs> so I think if we, if we don't make time to regularly check in with ourselves and go, you know what? I did make progress this week. Right. It might have been 1%, mm -hmm. but I made progress this week. So we post our Friday goals. You know, I, I, have a, 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 I sound like a dad when I say this, but I always post big or small, post them all. Because it doesn't matter how small they are as long as you move the needle forward a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Agreed. So that, 
that I think is is a big contributor to uh, to mental health. To acknowledge our own progress, mm-hmm. which a lot of people will not do. Yeah, they have a limiting belief around if I acknowledge my own progress in any way, I'm patting myself on the back. Yeah, and there's a huge difference, right? That's acknowledging progress and acknowledging the work that you put in is way different from chest thumping and patting yourself on the back sure. and all that other stuff. Right. right. I think there's some confusion sometimes with that. I think so, too. And and on the reverse side, it gives others the opportunity to celebrate your progress. Right. Yeah. And we cheer each other on in that group. And that's right. that also leads to better mental health. We've been um, the group just started like a couple weeks ago. So I'm st- I'm just still trying to get my existing uh, you know, audience uh, on board with it. So it's a mm-hmm. slow build and it's fine because I'm loving who's coming and I'm loving who's getting involved. But um, I started a weekly script challenge re- and it's called Who Read It Best? Nice. Um, yeah. And, you know, and since we are that. performance coaches, you know, my focus is performance. It's not marketing. It's not studio editing. You know, sure. I leave that for you, the other pros to cover. So for us, it is about performance and acting and how to connect with the script. So it's been kind of cool, actually. I posted on Monday and then people post their try at it. And then Fantastic. everybody votes on who they like the best. And then we have a winner. You That's know? awesome. Yeah. And they it's like there's no prize, just the bragging rights of, hey, I did right. it this week. And folks are getting feedback that they normally would not get. So something as simple as that, I was like, okay, this seems to be working. I'm getting a lot of good feedback on it. But um, yeah, just trying to figure out ways also to encourage people to, because it, I've I'm, I'm found it tough in the Facebook group. I tried an accountability thing and initially people were really on board with it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like kind of fell off. The, eh, they fell off the, the wagon with it. And I was like, okay, it, does it something that has to be tended to every week? I feel, yeah. So, for example, today I was caught up, and today we happen to be taping this on a Friday. Uh, I happen to have a bunch of morning sessions this morning. So I didn't get into the group as early as I normally do on Friday. And normally I'll jump in and say, hey, man, let's hear those Friday wins. Let's go. Big, small, post them all, right? And I wasn't able to do that this morning. And I logged in about 1 o'clock Eastern, and there were no wins. There Mm -hmm. there was nothing. It was crickets. And uh, people need reminders, right? Yeah. Because... Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like being the first one to speak up at a party, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be that guy. Uh, but if you, if you jump, if the party host comes out and says, Hey, anybody got a good joke? Well, then somebody will jump in and, you know, or, <laughs> you know, even if the host jumps in and says, Hey, you know, here's a funny story. Funny thing happened on the way to the party. Ev- then everything unlocks and everybody joins in. So, But it's important that you do it every week, right? It is because that makes it uh, a ritual. It makes it a habit. And mm-hmm. it makes it consistent. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a huge believer in habits. Anybody in my group knows I'm a massive fan of James Clear's Atomic Habits book. That's a great book. Yes. Uh, because to me, my life changed when I understood the value of consistency. That's not to say that I'm perfect at it. It's to say that I recognize the value of it and it's something I strive for and I'll never be perfect at it. Mm-hmm. Right. People think, oh, you know, coaches always have it all locked up. No, we don't. We're striving like everybody yeah. else, but mm-hmm. uh, I've learned some lessons along the way that I feel like I can pass on to other people, too. Well, we learn what our you know flaws are as well. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of routines. I set up routines, but it's like if I'm out of my routine, then I get a little wonky. Like I forget stuff because I'm this, this, this. I know that when I get up at 7 a.m., I have to go do this. I have to go do that. And if like my husband does it instead, 
I get all like screwed up because I'm like, wait a minute, it's right. not part of my routine. Yep. Um, and I realize now that that keeps me organized because I know what I'm going to do. Um, it's when I get distracted that the trouble starts, you know, and then next thing you know, I'm off doing laundry and, you know, taking down Halloween decorations like I was this morning, you know, so. And we're all susceptible to distraction, right? The, yeah. the, it, I, I think of it this way, Linda. It's a lot like meditation, right? The goal of meditation is not to not think. It's to understand that you will have a thought. And when you do, you just observe it, let it go, Release and bring it. it back to the present. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're always going to have distractions. Okay, I acknowledge it. I got distracted. Let's bring it back to what I'm supposed to focus on. Right. right. There's no self-flagellation. There's no beating yeah. yourself up. There's, oh, God, I'm so unfocused. I can't get anything done. No, right. you just bring it back and start over. I think my mistake was in the Facebook group was that the accountability I was just doing monthly. So we'd mm. start and I'd say, right. we're going to check in in four weeks or whatever. And, you know, a lot of people did check in through the month and go, here's where I'm at. I wanted to do 50 auditions. I'm at 35. And then right. people were like, you know, but then it's almost like there was no interest after that. So I'm thinking, OK, it must have been too long of a period. I'm just trying to make it work for the circle community, for the people that do want to have it, because I know it's such a valuable thing. And I know a lot of people offer this. I know a lot of um, coaching groups and Facebook groups and accountability groups are all over the place. But, hey, it, it, it helps. And if you log on to one that you love and you connect with the people in the group, it's just going to help you with your career. You know, that Absolutely. much more. Absolutely. Again, you know, the same is true for accountability groups. 80% is fit. Right. Yeah. Get in with the people that you align with, that you vibe with, uh, that you find uh, lift you up rather than uh, the opposite mm -hmm. and that you can do that for them. And mm -hmm. that's where the magic happens, because, you know, if, for example, in my program, right, if everything relied on me and the quality of me and my character and my expertise, it wouldn't go very far. Yeah, because the, the whole is worth more than the sum of the parts. Right. And we get so much more out of being a part of a group than we would uh, otherwise. What I'm finding interesting, too, and maybe you're coming across this as well. Um, in our industry now, there are so many people that are coaching, so many people that are offering services to yeah. voice talent. And so I'll get a student who will say, oh, I've also coached with this person, that person, that person. Um, oh, you know, one of my students actually told me about you. You know, so mm -hmm. it's just interesting. I'm finding that people are trying a lot of different things. Um, I think there's pros and cons to that. I think the pros are great. Try, like you said, see if there's a fit. Uh, sometimes the cons uh, come in where someone feels overwhelmed because they're getting all different sorts of information. Maybe one coach thinks this of how to perform and another. And some people get frustrated by that. So sometimes like too much of a good thing, too much information can be uh, a negative I don't know. How do you feel about that? I think I think that's true. Uh, and here's what I would encourage people to do. Um, the, the whole point of and, and yes, do we have a glut of coaches? Yes, we've got a glut of everything except maybe work in this business for the first time <laughs> in a long time. But we do have a glut of, of coaches because coaches is true for me and you. Right. We're self-appointed. Mm -hmm. We think we have something to offer to the world and we take it upon ourselves to put our stuff out there, to put ourselves out there and to right. try and help other people. Yes, we get paid for it, right? Uh, some people Wait, want, you get paid, get paid for it? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, and not everybody ha is of high integrity, right? So right. therein lies the problem. I feel like we've got, uh, 
our fair share of snake oil salesmen, right? Yeah. I don't feel like there's any more in VO than there are in any other profession, but there certainly aren't any less. Yeah. Um, and so the other, so what I want to impress upon people that are just getting into voiceover and feel like, oh my God, it's like, is everybody coaching? Sample around. Take the time to do your research. The reputable people will come up over and over and over again, right? Mm -hmm. Just because somebody has a huge YouTube channel doesn't mean they're reputable, mm -hmm. right? Take some time. Take the first six months to a year and just learn about the business before you ever buy a microphone, right. before you ever buy a pair of monitors, right? An audio interface, before you even think about it. Make sure that this is a, a, a field that you love, that you really want to try, and yet you think you might be good at. Mm -hmm. Turns out, maybe, maybe not. Not It's not for everybody. It's no. really hard to start a business, right? Mm -hmm. So what I would impress upon you is to do your research, to begin to figure out who the reputable coaches are. Ask around who the reputable coaches are. Mm -hmm. um, and they will start to surface themselves, right? Not because they thump their own chest, but because other right. people thump their chest. And then when you do, don't feel overwhelmed. You're going to take from each coach... What right. makes sense for you? Oftentimes that information will be contradictory because coaches of high integrity speak from their own experience right. and all of our experiences are different, right? So what works for me may not work for Linda Bruno mm -hmm. and we're going to disagree on things. It's up to the person that's listening to both of us to take from us what works for them. Right. No, makes that sense? makes total sense. Total yeah. sense. I find, too, that I get um, people that are contemplating joining this career. They come to me for the purpose of debunking all of the things they've heard. Mm -hmm. So because there's a lot of things being said, a lot of especially uh, TikTok videos, of people like, oh, in a day I booked a five thousand dollar job. And so then they come to me and they go, is that true? Is that you know possible? Because there is a lot of information out there that is just uh, overblown is that the word i'm searching crap for? is the word that you're crap. looking for <laughs> yeah. and i'm like it's yeah. lies it's all lies <laughs> but it's interesting because i'm like gosh i can't believe someone's touting that and just saying that it's just going to be like that so i'm proud to be the one i said i'm the one that bursts your bubble i will be the one that tells you the truth Pe people tell me the same thing i'm sure they tell you is that uh you know you're no nonsense you're very blunt yeah and sometimes overly blunt and i think to myself, you know what? I would rather be very blunt with the truth than very blunt with a lie, mm, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're getting my truth through my lens. I completely acknowledge that. But, you know, there's a difference between somebody who may see things a little bit differently from me, right? And have a different technique, a different way of working, whatever. And somebody that's just trying to sell you a bag of air, right? right? Um, for example, my program, it's just not open to anybody with a credit card. You can't go online. Mm -hmm. and that's So the when I say my program, I'm talking about the VO Freedom Master Plan. VO Pro, yes, we will take anybody because we feel like the value is in the community and the things that we offer, which are open to everybody. Uh, VO, from Pro, uh, VO Freedom Master Plan, rather, I've got to make sure I can help you. It's a significant investment, right? right. I'm not going to take your money if you're not in a position where when you spend that money with me, you're not going to get any value out of it. Either mm. you're too new, you don't, like your demos or your website aren't up to snuff and you're not marketable yet, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you have the talent, but if you're not marketable and you spend all this money on learning how to market, it's going to go down the drain, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you're already killing it and you don't need my help, right? We're going to have that conversation either way. So 
I, I try to bring high integrity to, to everything I do to fight the fair amount of misinformation that's out there. And I think culturally, we have less of a regard for truth than we did 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I I try to do um, follow a similar thought pattern there with students that come to my studio here on Long Island, um, because I will say to them, I I'm and I'm not saying anybody else should do this, but I am not a stickler for if someone needs to cancel, and if they need to cancel, ten minutes before the lesson. I'm fine with it, and I'm not going to penalize you for the simple fact that a I have other stuff to do. I probably have to go do a voiceover, and b life come gets in the way, and I'm not going to sit there and say, "Well, I'm going to be taking your money regardless just because something happened." That's me. I am not saying that anybody else should be doing that. Another thing I say: Do not come to my studio if you're not feeling well. If you have the slightest bit of congestion, why waste that hour that you have paid for? Yep. With me recording you, if you're not at your peak, and then when I tell people that, it's like they're shocked. They're like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm not yeah. in this just to be like, "Let me just teach you some stuff and take your money." I want you to accomplish the goals that you've set out for yourself. Be it a demo, be it uh, creating characters for something. I mean, so anyway, I just I'm a big stickler for people that are like, "No, I'm mean, you're going to be penalized because you did this and this and this." But that's just how I roll. So. Right. You know, now, I, and uh, I know uh, JMC has the same policy. If you cancel, hey, I've got plenty else, plenty else to keep me busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do one on one coaching, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't have that consideration. Uh, but I have, you know, for example, when people sign up for a free strategy call for the master plan, uh, I do have a little line in there that says I acknowledge that canceling or not showing to the appointment without advance notice is rude and unprofessional. And I won't do that. I just have them check a little box. That just makes them accountable because mm, that's good. before I had that little checkbox, probably 30% of the people that booked an appointment just wouldn't show up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that now I've set aside that time for you. And yes, I have other things I can do, but I've set aside a time not only to do the appointment, but to go through, review your your uh, application, right. your, your demos, your website, right? I come prepared. Yeah. So if, if I'm going to waste that time, now, now you've put me in a hole, right? Mm-hmm. So- um, I'm big on accountability too. You know? I think too, I get, uh, people come for free visits to see the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a quickie evaluation too. I'll have them read something. Cause if they're going to come down here, they need to see the studio and they need to see the right. area. But I do have probably 20% that will not show up or call. And then, so I'll have my assistant, she'll call and usually gets voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, I don't want to work with you. If you right. can't even call Exactly. To say I'm running late, I can't make it, whatever. Then no way. Let's. We're, you've already shown you know your true colors. You've already shown your interest in this. Absolutely. Um, so and look, know, there something. are times when life truly gets in the way, and you sure. have a true emergency, and it becomes not a priority to call that person you had an appointment with. Somebody may get into a car accident. Like awful stuff yes. happens. Yes. Sew it up on the back end. Do the mm. best that you can. Mm-hmm. Right. So call me. Call me later. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to not take your call. I would love absolutely. to hear it. Absolutely. Sure. That's interesting. So now with yours, because you you review folks before you even have your consultation with mm-hmm. them, um, is it they have to have a website and a demo? Is that part of the process? For what we teach, uh, because marketing directly to prospects, which is what we teach, uh, first of all, is genre dependent. If you're going after, if you're in a place in your career where you're going after national commercials, 
that work is still controlled by casting directors and talent agents, right? You can't go get that work in a a repeatable, replicatable way, scalable way, Mm -hmm. in in any meaningful way, right? So if that's your thrust, I can't help you. Uh, Animation is the good animation. I'm not talking about independent stuff or, or student projects, but, you know, crunchy role. Nickelodeon, things like that. Again, still handled by casting agents, uh, casting directors and talent agents. Right. So there are where I can help you is genre specific. So I need to make sure there's a good fit there in the first place. Uh, so two of the requirements are you have to have a, we'll call it a pro level website. What I mean by that is it can't look like your, you know, nine year old slapped it together last week <laughs> on a website builder. It has to have a certain amount of professional, has to be marketable. Right. Mm, gotcha. And secondly, you have to have a commercial demo and a narration demo. Ah, right? okay. Because those are the two; those are the two staples you're going to need to really get started. Mm-hmm. Could you get work just based off a commercial demo? Yes. Mm-hmm. Could you get work based just off a narration demo? Yes. Now, and by narration, two, are you including? Is it corporate narration you're referring to? Generally, yes, because okay. that's the 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 lower hanging fruit when you're learning to market your service is gonna is gonna be the corporate stuff, the whiteboards, the explainers, things mm-hmm. like that. That work is also uh, becoming a little bit harder to get because of AI. This is another reason I need to hear that narration demo, because if you sound like AI, mm-hmm. you're not marketable. Right. right? So you've got to you've got to have a certain amount of training. And sometimes that's numerical. Right. Sometimes, you know, like I ask people in, when they apply for a strategy call, do you have at least six months of training? Right. Uh, I don't want you to have gone through a weekend webinar and gotten a demo at the end and come to me. Right. You're not marketable. You don't know your 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 fifth point of contact from a <laughs> hole in the ground. Right. Yeah. So uh, so, you know, I try and vet people in in that application process before we speak. At the very least, when I come to that appointment, I've got a little bit of a frame of reference. And I know at a very high level whether I think you're going to be marketable or not. Sometimes I know, sometimes I don't. And that's where we have that half-hour discussion to dig more into you and your journey, gotcha. uh, what your trajectory is like, what your interests are, where your passions lie, what your restrictions are, right? Mm. Uh, maybe you have a full-time job. Maybe you're taking care of, uh, of an elderly parent, right? Everybody's got stuff. Mm-hmm. So I need to understand your entire picture before I go, yes, I can help you. No, I can't help you. So it's a holistic approach. Tries to be. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean I never blow it, but we've got about 140 students in the program. And I can say that on well less than one hand, I can count the people that went, you know what? This isn't for me. I don't want to do the work. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, my vetting process will never be perfect, and I'm okay with that. That sounds good. So, one quick uh, thing that happened to me this week that okay. I will share with you it's AI related. Okay. Um, as I love your pillow there, F-U-A-I. So <laughs> I'm a, a voice for Costco. And nice. so I've been working with them for years and years and years. And the producer sends me two, two spots to do, you know, mm-hmm. this week. And he sends me a scratch track. It's usually him doing the scratch track. This case, he sends me a scratch track. I swear to you, Paul, I thought it was me manipulated. And I'm like, oh, my God, this voice, this AI voice, has it's it sounded AI, but it still had my vocal qualities. Like somebody ripped it off, which God knows what happened. And so I emailed him and I said, that is really creepy. 
which you sent me. And he said, no, he goes, it's actually job security for you because I want them to hear the spot with more similar to your voice than my voice. So that way they can really get an idea of what it's like. Now I've been working with him for God knows how many years, years and years and years, but it creeped me out like big time. Yeah, I, time. Uh, we, we did an interview several months ago now with an Irish voice actor named Remy Michelle Clark, um, who at the time believed that her voice had been stolen by a site called Revoicer.com. And as it tragically turns out, she had signed a contract with Microsoft and Microsoft had very legally resold her <sighs> voice data to Revoicer. Uh, and so now, I mean, Remy is one of the most courageous people I know because she now has the courage to tell that story, even though it brings her potential, you know, criticism and embarrassment and all that. She's trying to hold herself up as as a as an example of what can happen when you don't uh, mm-hmm. take care of your contract work, um, but her voice was stolen was used. I shouldn't say stolen because that's not the case by Revoicer, and yes, it sounds like Remy, but it doesn't have Remy's emotion. Doesn't have right. Remy's right. Her it doesn't have her artistic touch. Right, and I think we're going through a phase, especially right now, where a lot of people are going to try AI. And they're going to go, nope, mm-hmm. didn't have the effect I thought it would. And they're going to come back to human voice actors because there really is, as of right now, and who knows where the technology's going, but there really is a huge difference, which is totally detectable by the human ear. Right? Oh, we are, firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. We, it's so ingrained. Human voice communication is so ingrained in our DNA. We can detect something that's inauthentic like that. Yeah. Well, I was able to do a little comparison because the scratch track was a robotic version of, I guess, what sounds similar to me. And then I voiced the spot. And I was like, oh, man, not that I'm patting myself on the back, but I'm like, you know, the voice spot by a human sounded so much better. And it was so obvious, too. I mean, it was just obvious that it was a robotic voice, maybe five years down the road, 10 years down the road. But as far as I'm concerned, um, emotions need to play into every performance. So until we can get AI to actually feel emotion and be able to work through the nuances of a script, folks, you got to focus on your performance skills and you got to be good. So I had a guy um, contact me last week to to audition for something. I'm not on Voice One Two Three. I'm not on Voices. It's been years, and he said I posted on Voices One Two Three for this job. He says, and I got back. I posted. I got 25 responses back. He said 23 I threw out because they were so bad. So there's also the, the 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 talent pool. Then he did his research and found me, my website. You know. Um, so I'm, I'm a fan probably of what you're teaching in yours of the direct, you know, making the connection, making the contact with yep. someone. But that's really, I, I mean, Dave here at the studio always says that about 90% of the auditions he gets, he are terrible, that maybe 10% are good. So people are not working on their craft. They are just buying a microphone and sending it out there. I think there are a couple of forces at play there too. I think one is COVID-19. We had a huge influx of people who either, for whatever reason, didn't get trained or didn't get sufficiently trained. And there was a huge bubble there. So not only did we have more voice actors than ever before, we had more untrained and undertrained voice actors than ever right. before. And I think part of the effect that AI is having is that it is changing the frame of reference, especially to new voice talent. And they think that's where the bar is. Well, as long as I can be as good as that, I'm okay. <laughs> And that's not the case because I'm hearing anecdotally now on the pay to plays. And again, I'm not on them, 
but I'm hearing that, uh, you know, producers are now rejecting voice talent that are actual humans because they sound like AI, yeah. right? They sound just as bad because they didn't bother training. They didn't bother practicing. They just turned on that blue Yeti mic and decided, hey, you know, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't happened. And it so, isn't just taking one course in, in, in six weeks. I'm yeah. a voice talent. You know, that's right. <laughs> it's like we're talking months and years, people, yep. you know, which months is- just to get baseline competence. Yeah. Right. Just to be able to compete. And then it takes years to get good, really good and excellent. Yeah, exactly. You know? Totally agreed. I know we're yeah. we're of like mind. Um, speaking of your site and the circle community you have, you mm-hmm. decided to partner up with some coaches. I'm proud to say that I'm on your site. I am, too. I'm proud to say that, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have some some guest coaches now. So and that takes a number of different forms, uh, actually two main forms. One is we're able to offer the courses that uh, a coach may have. Uh, we've got two of your courses uh, within VO Pro that people can sign up for and and purchase right through the enroll in right through the uh, through the platform. Uh, and then we also have the opportunity for somebody to reach out and uh, book private coaching with yep. those with many of those coaches. Now, for example, that's not true for everybody. Jordan Reynolds offers a couple of great tech courses, uh, but he does not do one on one coaching. Mm-hmm. So we don't, you know, we don't, uh, we don't offer that. At one time he did, he doesn't do it anymore. Uh, so we're able to be uh, as flexible as we can be with coaches and offer what we can, because again, it's about, you know, my voice shouldn't be the only one out there. Right. Uh, so I'm actively trying to, uh, to get coaches that I respect and that I know are of high integrity. Carrie Olson's another, uh, Tina Morosco is another, uh, who I, for my money, Tina Morosco is the best commercial coach in the country. Wow. Uh, bar none. She is just amazing uh, because she's on both sides of the glass, right? Yeah. She's a casting director. She's also an amazing voice talent. Uh, really. So she's on all three sides of the glass if it's a prism. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and it's it's gratifying to me to be able to turn somebody on to a coach that helps them. Right. right. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're we got a, about a half. To, Dan Friedman is also one of our coaches now. Um, trying to think if I'm leaving anybody out. David Cohn is one of our community members who, for those that are in the VO Freedom Master Plan, he provides coaching on the the tech and the marketing tech that we use oh. uh, within that program. So we're able to have, have people get you know more in-depth help uh, with marketing tech. And uh, so we have him on board as well. And now with the coaches that are listed, basically, if as long as they're a VO Pro member of mm-hmm. your program, then they can get the discounts a discount Correct. towards yes. So the those so those courses, and in fact, uh, you know, uh, if whether it's you, whether it's Carrie or Dan, they get a twenty percent discount on the courses and on private coaching. Yeah, which uh, is a great deal. Because I can't, I can't in any conscionable way give your coaching away, Linda. Can't do that. <laughs> you 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 would come down to Richmond and beat me over the head with a pair of shoes. Uh, but we, we have partnered with you and other coaches to be able to offer what I think is a significant discount, right? I think so. Uh, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely. essentially five lessons for the price of four and, you know, not everybody bundles them that way, but mathematically that's how it works out. So. Yeah, true. Well, definitely. Um, you know, I'm going to put everything in the show notes as well. Your links of where to go to get the website again that people can head over to. You can check out the community at vopro.app. And if you're interested in checking out. 
excuse me, I drank my coffee too fast. <laughs> if you're interested in uh, in checking out uh, the VO Freedom Master Plan, which is our direct marketing uh, program, you can do that at VOFreedomMasterPlan.com. Now, from your personal voiceover website, what is that? Mm-hmm. What's that the, is paulschmidtvoice.com. Now, where do people get, because you have you always release some really great YouTube videos talking about current issues and trends and things that are happening in the business. How do people access that? So you can go to my channel which, on uh, YouTube, which is Paul Schmidt Pro. You can also go to paulschmidtpro.com, which uh, will also give you a gateway into the VO Freedom Master Plan, mm-hmm. the VO Pro community. Uh, we've got a ton of free resources there. Uh, some also, some other paid resources. Um, and we also, uh, in blog form, whatever we're talking about on YouTube, we also podcast for that week and we do it in a blog. So if reading makes more sense to you, mm. you can read the, the, the written version. If you're a person that maybe is on the go or in the gym or in the car and you prefer an audio podcast, you can do it that way. Well, thank you for providing so much valuable you know, information and resources for voice so, yeah, talent. I try. I don't always hit the mark, but I <laughs> You got a lot going. It's fantastic. Thanks. I love Thanks. it. I love you it. You too. And thank you for partnering with us in the VO Pro community. It's uh, it's meant a lot to me, and uh, uh, I appreciate being able to work with you and the other coaches in there uh, to just try and get the best information in front of the people that fit with you. Yeah. So That's all we can do. We can try yeah. yep. <laughs> and offer it. Well, thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Voice you know, of the Gurus podcast. I'm still a little bit mad at you that I didn't get to run into you at Uncle Roy's this year. I, I know. I had flooding in my basement. Some freak Lame rainstorm. excuse. Yeah, Lame. I know. The wall Lame. coming in. <laughs> yeah. A little foundation work and you can't I'm, make a party. I, yeah, it's true. I know. Next time. Next time for sure. Because I know next I was time. disappointed as well. But, I'm um, sure you were. And you know I'm just giving you a hard time. I all. know. So. I know. Well, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Linda. All right. That wraps up another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Head over to voiceover.guru. Oh, join my circle community. We have the other coaches in there chiming in and voting on your reads. Um, and the link is there on the website and we're also sending out email blasts and things like that. But, uh, again, thank you everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the voiceover gurus podcast, real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.